This episode contains strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to this holiday bonus. We haven't really discussed on what we're actually going to do tonight, but this is what in Sweden we call an uppesittakrell, which is going to be basically me, Christopher, and everyone else of the Old World Lives team just sitting down, chatting and hobbying at the same time. So if, it, if that's not your cup of tea, maybe wait for next episode. With me tonight, I have Niklas. Hello. Jimmy. Hi, I'm a little horse. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Jens. What's up? And we got uh, the other less liked Christopher. <laughs> as you might have heard, Jimmy's a bit sick as well. Yeah. Might be. Jimmy's been currying favor with uh, Lord Pestilence as well as Nurgle, and they found up, so they double teamed him in both yeah. directions, and now he's super sick. Yeah, they come with many gifts. Literally. So, guys, what have you been up to lately? Let's start with uh, Krell. Okay, so lately is probably, what, six and a half months, sort of being away. My heart is in the right place. I can see it in a small box on that cupboard over there, and it's definitely in the right place. What have I done? Well, I've played a good game with Jimmy and Chris two and a half months ago. I finished up 35 ghouls, uh, a new Junis filler. So I finally have 65 skeletons to field when I actually get around to it. I have done... Another free vampires, but most importantly, after I was playing a game, uh, my first vampire for all died, like super died after trying to fight some rats. So obviously, Johan the Bloody, Lord of Crywald, has now decided that to carry this, he has uh, enlisted the favors of a hedge wizard Necrarch. So for the next battle, you'll see me roll out a vampire thrall of the Necrarch bloodline, which means I actually get someone with a level one wizard. So we can lead my army instead of generic skeleton necromancer number one. And beyond... (laughs) Yeah, he's such a coward for not fighting, what, 15 horsemen at a time? You took my wolves, Chris! You took my wolves! You asked too much! Five horsemen, and they weren't really charging that one either. It was just spearmen. He was too afraid to fight spearmen. Listen, my wife is still angry about me waking up in the middle of the night screaming, not Skitter Leap again! So, before we play the next game, yeah, damn you, Jimmy. Before we play the next game, I'm going to set something up like to prevent that. Uh, I also, I I, well, I do, and that's the problem. I say it in a husky voice, not Skitter Leap again. Uh, also, uh, since we last played, I managed to find one of the old Sinch uh, Silver Towers, like the old model for Epic, and... Mm. Warmaster, and I'm going to use it as a miniature and try and get some, what is it? Not Planetary Conquest, the one they made for fancy. Mighty Empires? Empires. Yes, I'm going to get some uh, Mighty Empires tile. I haven't told anyone else on the podcast, so everybody's getting this raw for the Uppistakvel. And I'm going to make little areas for the areas we play on and what's currently dominated by everyone else. So my marker for what areas I control will be the little cinch silver tower that I pint up in the traditional colors of my von Karsteins, which is going to be purple. You want some of my tiles? I have a bunch lying around. Yeah, I would actually. That's nice. Uh, So that's what I've been up to. (laughs) Also, I've cataloged and indexed all the wood elves I have. Uh, All of them? Yes. 2020, here we come. Went to the market. This little wood elf went to the fair. It's more like this little wolf went the fuck back in his box into the (laughs) deepest corner of my hobby camp. I have like three (laughs) battalions, dudes. Oh, I'll buy this. I'll buy it. Ooh, I got all of it. Sorry, that's what I've been up to. And I bought another five vampires. Yeah, you can never have too, too many vampires given the rate you kill them off. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's it's not like they cost 250 points each. But were those the models you bought uh, when we went to the old store? Or Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. they're just the best. And yeah, that's what I've been up. I also bought a Mortis engine and two Vargulfs. Need, ah, shit, I need to shut up. Yeah, I've bought a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. I painted some stuff and I'm ready to play more games. Sixth or eighth. Yeah. So, so this is why you sold all the knights to get the room for vampires. Uh, Yeah, that and reasons. So yep, I sold some 40k, 30k stuff and I bought more fantasy. Because old is new once again. And that which is not dead cannot die. Wait, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Jens, what have you been doing? Oof, some more time stuff. 
Yeah, I'm painting a Witch Hunter Warband made from uh, some uh, Necromunda dudes and some Age of Sigmar dudes and an ogre. And I was pleased because I bought the ogre straight from Games Workshop and it didn't come with a round base. It came with a square base. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. That's the guerrilla movement we started. Like we've got way? people on the inside. Have you posted uh, those on our Instagram? No, <laughs> because I don't know the password. <laughs> Who are talking about? Ah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, well, we'll sort that later then. You can tell me the password now on air. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure the password is still Krell go home, you're drunk, exclamation mark free. That sounds about right. Isn't that the entry code to your apartment? You mean my dank cave without a door? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I've been doing. I'm hoping to play some games on Saturday and Sunday. And then whenever I get around to it, finishing all the other stuff, I'll get back to my Empire stuff. Sweet. Sweet. Mm, good. Smooth. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been reading yeah. up on the uh, End Times uh, Nagash book, so now I'm keen to start an uh, Undead Army as well. That's a big mistake that I did as well, because I read the Kane book, and I yeah. really fancy a unified elf force now. Well, well, that's, awesome. well that's cool. <laughs> and, and to Jen, uh, I want to say, you keep on your own fucking edge of this board, buddy. Yeah, we I have, only have as well, so. <laughs> no! You're no longer unique. Was I ever, though? <laughs> What have you been doing, Niklas? Uh, I have been really busy with fantasy. Like I've been fantasying up immensely over here in Albion. Uh, been playing a lot of games. I think I've had like uh, six or seven sixth edition games now. Cool. Uh, so I played a game last week, and it was awesome. It's really close uh, against Joseph, the guy, my regular opponent. So um, he, he's the one who's hosting the the tournament later uh, next year. Mm. Uh, How's the, is the event still full or is there a plus yeah it's still full uh, that's nice yeah so uh, we had we had a great game I tried out a new list because I finished all my Lancers so I kind of tried to max my Lancer to get my uh, Griffon Legion just added more regular Lancers into bigger blocks and uh, had the strategy of letting him deploy first so we were playing Dominion first time I played a game that was not regular pitch battle Am so I the only one who hates pitch battles? <laughs> How can you hate them? That's like Usain Bolt hating uh, Yeah, and then yeah, and we played a battle, tried my new strat, my, my brand new strat, bro, and it worked pretty well. Uh, Did you set up the new 6th edition meta? <laughs> yeah, the, the two-unit meta. Mighty Kislev. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, like, Kislev, like, their unit, they, they fit the description of, like, Kislev is uh, a land, like a a lot of rich people in a poor land and the same way as with the, the Kislev units like they have really good units but in a very poor armor list uh, are you talking about England or Kislev I got, got confused uh, both I guess but mostly Kislev neat uh, so yeah it worked pretty well because uh, I could counter deploy most of his army with all my small Ungol archers and then they're pretty much free to to go wherever they're needed so that, that worked really well uh, but in the end, I lost. Like my my plan went just as I wanted to, but in the end, I couldn't beat his knights. So the shame is mine. His horsemen won against mine. Uh, I'm going to have to ask for your horsemen. You'll you'll get them back later, but for now, they need to be taken into productive custody and turned into skeletons. Yeah, you should model some like Kissel-styled undead horsemen. I'm still trying to buy that fucking like vampire horse skeleton bear thing uh, we talked about way back in episode one. Sorry. If anyone can tip me off to like an undead bear model, hook mm. me up. Uh, other than that, I've been uh, contemplating Mordheim a bit as well. Don't contemplate. Do. You do Mordheim. Yes, yeah, let's like, do it. Like, you I'm, guys have I'm been on me about Mordheim a lot. Yeah. But the thing is like I, I never had an opponent so I couldn't really I didn't want to try and start that up at the same time as I'm trying to start up playing Warmer uh, we're in the promised land now there should be people playing Mordheim <laughs> yeah so uh, Henry Steele actually told me that he was also a bit interested in Mordheim yes. so I suggested the, the theme that we were chatting about a bit before with like putting Mordheim but in Prague yeah that would yeah. be cool like demon infested buildings and uh yeah, the cursed city. Wow, that would be really cool. And there's just so much you can do, like with the buildings, the decoration yeah. and presentation they're in. And since like uh, Prague was in the, the RPG supplement, uh, the Realm of the Ice Queen, there's a shitload of information about Prague. 
It's really nice. cool. It's very detailed, like different city districts and what's going on everywhere. And that like vampires are apparently controlling the trade in Prague and just really awesome stuff. And like necromancers uh, popping up from time to time. So, yeah, I remember, I remember that being, it's in some of the fancy source books that you guys got me in, unlike the Night's Dark Masters, as well as in one of the books, I think. Even in one of the Skaven books we read, they mentioned the Necromancers of Prague. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also in one of the, I think it's book five or so of Godric and Felix, four or five, they're fighting over Prague. Yeah, so it's definitely a good setting for shady activity games, I would say. So I would play uh, Kislev there, of course, the Kislev Warband. And I don't know what Henry would play, play like a Chaos Cult or something. Yeah. You know that inevitably you would have to eat your horses to survive in the Cursed City, right? Are you going to make some terrain out of it, like a dead horse and like some Cossacks around him having a nice barbecue? Yeah, Prague is a civilized city that day, so not a lot of horse riding in there. <laughs> Not like Charles the Twelfth of Sweden, he just rode his horse down uh, in Stockholm, knocking people's hats off, getting drunk. Don't you mean uh, the current king? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Wait, which which king are we? What year is it? Oh Jesus! Yeah, so uh, I'm doing up like uh, some characters that Jimmy made me. Thank you very much, Jimmy. That okay. I will be using in our campaign or playing uh, over Christmas, and these guys will be used in Mordheim as well. If I get around to doing a warband, so I also got some like uh, the Ungol horse archers. I got some horses left over, so I'm gonna make those into Cossacks. It's pretty funny that they the Kislev Mordheim supplement before they released the Kislev army, so they changed a bunch of names around. So like the the Ungols and the Kislev warband are just called Cossacks. Yeah. And you can have like strange uh, halberds that you can help aim your guns Slancy, with, right? Yeah, but they're in the fluff. Like they're in uh, the fluff as well, and they're in Warmaster. It's mm. just that they never did a unit for them. So, so th yeah, they're like halberdiers that also have handguns, and then they rest the guns on the halberds when they're firing, like they did in like pretty dope. 15, that sounds super dope. Hundreds mm -hmm. in Russia. That sounds so cool. Yeah, they're awesome. They get plus one to hit uh, if they're standing still and shooting. So like they can aim with their halberds. It's pretty cool. So nowhere in the vast domains of the Empire did anyone ever say, Hey, hey, Steen, do you think that maybe we should aim our guns upon the pole arms that we carry before we shoot them at the arms? No, that sounds like Cossacks tomfoolery. What mm, for? March they're, they're, they're not strong enough, those weak <laughs> southerners. <laughs> I take offense. Might also because they're using a different kind of gun. The problem here is that, of course, uh, Nicholas has found the one weakness of any Empire man being offended. Yes. I take offense to that. It would be cool to make those guys. I was thinking of making those out of, like, Bretonian peasants, because they have, like, peasantly robes. I think it would fit, like, uh, like, a coat as well. And then, like, an Empire handgunner's arms and uh, an Empire archer's head. Those fur, fur hats would be good. Oh, that sounds uh, decent. Yeah, do that. But I need, like, three kits to make these like three models that worth I need. it that sounds like when i'm doing things that sounds awesome yeah uh yeah but i'm really excited about building this morning gang i'm used to so deep into kiss of fluff right now i have to reread rise of the, the dead or something and drink more vodka yeah <laughs> definitely yeah my girlfriend is back in poland now so she's bringing back all the vodka is she smuggling some people from the powerful warhammer fantasy scene in poland Speaking of that, the guy that Christopher interviewed, Andre, is uh, coming to England uh, and he challenged me for a game with his Dogs of War. Uh, Ooh. And he's going to have uh, Belladonna with him. So we're going to play like Ooh. Ultimate Female Night Showdown. Wait, Queen so wait, you're ranking Belladonna Nightshade over Isabel von Karstein? Definitely. She's not oh, even living. She... I don't know anything about Belladonna though. Like, Is she a wizard? No. I think so. Is no. She? no, she's basically basically Catherine de Medici with a bunch of magical items. She's really cool. I mean, she has a poison stiletto and stuff, but her weapon is her mind and poisons. And boobs. Yes, and a knife. Uh, so I need to do uh, Tsarina until then. I read up on the rules today, and like it's pretty funny now that I can actually read the army and understand what anything does. Like before, it was just, oh, is this unit good? I don't know. But now after playing. Like five games, you kind of know at least, oh, this spell is actually good for doing whatever. <clears throat> it's and, learning. Yeah. Uh, so ice magic is pretty good, actually. It's got a lot of cool spells. <clears throat> it's going to be really fun playing against some dogs of war. Pretty cool.
Yeah, I'm painting out the, the Czechist now for my Mordheim crew. So the, the story is they have these Czechists that are like the Gestapo of Kislev that are like enforcing the the Tsarina's will. So they're like the, the Gestapo <clears throat> or the and go around in Kislev and make sure that no one is trying to plot against the, the Tsarina and their their word is law. So they can just execute whoever torture people to find out. So this guy has been sent to Prague after his predecessor has mysteriously disappeared. Mm-hmm. Now he's dead. The new, the new Czechist in Prague. So that's the story for him. In Empire, you talk to Watchmen. In Tsarina Kislev, Watchmen talk to you. Yeah, it's a brutal place. It's so good. I've been reading so much background in Kislev now. I like the, the, the things that exist. Can I just say I'm super happy I reported my hobby progress before Nicholas because I would hate to follow <laughs> up on that. <laughs> Now, how, how is your painting going, Jimmy? All your night goblins. Yeah, it's it's going kind of well. Um, uh, tomorrow, I'm going to start painting on the rock lovers, actually. Awesome. If you live by tomorrow. If I live by tomorrow. Um, I'm uh, doing yeah, the final... Excuse. <laughs> I'm doing the final shades on the 100 hand weapon and shield goblins right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Getting somewhere, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I will post pictures once I get them based because they look so dark without the snow on the bases. So dark. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, I hope to start painting my stone trolls and snufflings by the weekend. Awesome. Yeah, I can't, can't wait to, to play when I get back to Sweden. Really looking forward to it. When are you landing, by the way, Niklas? So our adoring fans can meet you at the airport with, like, signs. Niklas <laughs> <laughs> landing. <laughs> Landing uh, uh, on Saturday, so in just three days, I'm going back to Sweden. In Stockholm, right? Yeah. Maybe our fans Which, will meet uh, you and like throw models at you. And do that will actually be yesterday because someone just spoiled our recording timeline. All right. Or did uh, he? Mind games. Mind dun, dun, dun. What is past? What is future? Time uh, is irrelevant here in the chaos wastes. So how's uh, your building of the the shrine going, Christopher? Well, it's more of a painting of the sh- uh, shrine. Even though I oh, yeah. technically have to assemble it after it's painted, you know? I'm going to say you're building up the paint in layers. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not <laughs> just going to go for a single layer of paint. So <laughs> that would look quite shit. So you, how's it going? You, you can paint more than one layer of paint? Yeah, you can paint about 60 so far. What? Why didn't anyone ever tell me? Two thin coats. <laughs> Remember, Krell, two thin coats. And it brings me back to an old character mm-hmm. I had that had so many coats of paint that I could cut the the paint off with a knife (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i tried stripe uh, stripping some of the very first marines i ever painted and as soon as i just put them in the detergent i took them up and i could like peel it off like a grape i could see all the layers it was super disgusting that paint got stuck to my hand and i was like freaking out (laughs) i'm i'm just reminded of the the painted space marine in the comic what was it called uh the point the sticks turns into the yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. The poor saw that was the testing marine. <laughs> no, but uh, I teased this on Instagram the other day, just as a what is it called? Like an I'm not really sure what it's called in English. A, a VIP? Little, a little one one day one that you can, oh. like the happening, whatever it is. It's gonna be finished probably tonight, I think. And awesome. I, I got from uh, Jens in a trade for a panther. Uh, from another game well the tank the, not the cat <laughs> well the uh, the <laughs> old, uh, old cauldron of blood the metal one without the witch elves i decided just to turn it into a terrain piece and that's what i'm currently working on i've also been since uh Jens also managed to send me some uh, nice rods for, to replace the spear shafts for, for my spear men. i have all the rods yeah pretty much i've also drilled removed the old spears and drilled hands on 15 of 30 spearmen uh, where were those spearmen from uh, they're from game zone i think they're called yeah they're awesome yeah they look real great i mean i was worried yeah. they were going to be a different size but when you showed me compared to an original like dark elf they really size up well and it adds some much needed variation yeah and when it comes to spearmen they look a lot better ranked up than the gw ones <sighs> cheers Skål. So right. what are you having? Uh, Maria Stad. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm Old having a, a having a barrels and drums ginger beer, which is really lovely. Sounds non-alcoholic to me. It's a four point five percent. That sounds non-alcoholic to me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Someone called Skonsk Klassiker. 
it's it, it, it's from my beer calendar that I got. So it tastes like uh, farmland and racism. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. And also, there there's a text down here. The best so it's best that way. To me, to me, yeah, the Scottish classic. Wouldn't that be like try to declare rebellion, independence, join Denmark, and get thoroughly genocided by Stockholm again? Isn't that like yeah, and repeat every hundred years? Yeah, and then they build the Lunds Universitet, and you have to like that's the most insidious infiltration ever. We're like now we can send you even more Stockholm kids just to annoy the shit out of you, Skåne. Never forget your dishonorable beating in this war. Know your place, Skåne. As a prime institution of education. <laughs> I'm so glad I decided not to edit this. <laughs> oh, we're not editing anything. In case you don't know, nope. this is what you get when you get uh, the old world lives after hours. Talk about <laughs> alcohol and speaking shit about southern Sweden. To be fair, this is what you get when you don't get an edited version of the show. <laughs> but isn't this like better? There's no like makeup. There's no fixing your hair. It's just you're sitting so there. Yeah, you're doing your hobby, you're hearing us talk, and you can feel like one of the gang because you're thinking like, is a podcast hard? What do I do? Where do I go? And now you can hear me talk and like, I have no fucking plan. I don't know what I'm doing. Everybody can hobby. Everybody's welcome. As long as you don't play Age of Sigmar. If you play Age of Sigmar and you listen to this, you turn it off. You turn so it off and you I leave. should uh, turn this off then. No. Because <laughs> I like you and I'm a dreadful hypocrite. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think anyone was mind as long as we don't get the force to do it to ourselves. Also, you don't listen to me. So, I mean, it doesn't apply in a way, right? It is true. It is true. No one listens to you. So, just to get this in a modicum back on track. It's actually true. I've been in every episode ever. They just mute me when they don't want me and I don't even notice. They just mute so, me and I talking. You're not even in this episode. <laughs> Again? Oh, jeez, Jimmy, I don't know about this. You said I could have a comment. <laughs> ah, the silence. All <laughs> uh, right. I was going to ask you, at least, we're going to start like this. Jens, you said you were planning to get some games in this uh, Christmas. Yeah, my cousin and uh, his uh, his friend is joining me on Saturday for some more time, and I might Sweet. force them to play some other games as well, but uh, more time is the, uh, the prime. <laughs> it feels like you, you force your <laughs> to play a lot of games. Yes. Yeah, as, as long as I paint all his stuff for him, he, he's happy to just play games with me. That sounds like my brother. I just have to paint like 120 French uh, Napoleonic dudes and like 80 Germans. And all my stuff. Then I can play with him. I've been meaning to ask, why do every one of you have such fucking cool families? Like playing games with your brothers and shit? You have to force them. It's not that they're cool or anything. It's just you have to learn how to You have to be them. not cool and force them to do shit. Yeah, I'm 12 years younger than them. Games, so. No miniature games, just board games. That works too. So uh, so you're playing more name? Yes. So wh- as I'm more game cur- curious, yeah. like how, how do you how do you play out more name? Because like I looked at all the rules and like, oh yeah, this is how common works and this is how that works. But like all right. all, all you need to know is that you have single figures with uh, 360 degree arcs of vision and Instead of when you get wounded, you roll on an injury chart instead of just being dead. Okay, and it's much so, more much cooler than uh, regular sixth edition. But like, what wh- wh- what are the scenarios? Then do you just play to win each game, or how does it's like work? you have to uh, you have a campaign. In some scenarios, you have a street fight. You assemble table like it's a it's a one way street, and then you meet on the street. You're like out walking in more time, and you see another warband down the street. And it's like. <laughs> Let's fight, or let's just walk past each other and collect XP for surviving, or maybe walk past each other and then take a quick shot in the back of the other warband and then run off your table edge. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say something here. When you're playing Mordheim, you should really use the scenario master list uh, because the the scenarios in the rulebook there are just so few. Yeah, it's like seven or something. Yeah, uh, there are hundreds of really good scenarios on the i think they're on uh, broheim.net yeah yeah you said me like but but like how does it when you when you're gonna play someone like oh let's meet up and then just roll a random scenario and then you're doing that or like yeah how does that, it yeah, you can do that that's that's how i keep doing it and yeah when i got the scenario then i make the setting like why are we here why are we fighting yeah. for this piece of If you're doing shop? a Wordstone mm. hunt or uh, like uh, Occupy buildings, then you set up the table so that it looks fitting and cool. I, I, I think I remember a lot of us like playing, getting war, like getting these shards of Wordstone was pretty much all we ever did. And sometimes you could just grab a bunch of Wordstone and get the fuck out of Dodge before you got murdered. 
Yeah. But did, did, do you have like a continuing story through this campaign or do you just make uh, stuff It depends up on how many games you can get in. If you're just doing like a one-on-one -on -one game, you can do a little story. If you're doing like three games, you can expand it a bit more because your character's going to die and you're going to hire new characters and they're going to level up and be get new equipment, stuff like that. Mm. So you can make it pretty cool. And I have a uh, Mighty Empires uh, little Mordheim map that I use sometimes. But I've never gotten to use it more than like, oh, we're going to play uh, the whole weekend and we get two games in and nothing ever happens. But one day, <laughs> one day maybe, I'll get to get to use that. It sounds like I have to get at least halfway to where Jimmy lives and crash at your place then. Yes, I have tons of warband you can borrow if you don't want to build your own. You guys can come here and crash at my place and we'll play on my Mordheim table. But it's yeah. so far. It's not far. It's uh... <laughs> But it's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's worth it. I'm, I'm I really need to finish my Clan Pestilence warband. Yeah, I also have plenty of warbands to borrow you, even a Clan Pestilence one. <laughs> don't say that because then I will never finish my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the danger of playing with Jimmy because I'm pretty sure like you come there and he has opens like a small door and it's a drinks cabinet and then he opens the second door is like every more him gang ever. What's your poison, manling? Uh, that's just everything. Uh, that's just he opens he opens a cupboard and there's a, like a dumb waiter in it and just elevates up layers of layers of different. <laughs> Jimmy's so classy. I'm pretty sure he has someone who's just cataloged everything like an old wizened librarian. Mm, <laughs> yes. What is the master's favorite color? When are you born? I recommend. The 1992 Witch Hunter. Mm, yes, quite <laughs> heavy, as thou prefer. The I recommend one... the Averlander one. <laughs> they have a different scheme, but a man of your mm, discerning taste deserves the best. And you're like, yeah, I think I will. Also, I'll have some scotch. The one thing I remember playing vampires is that when you play a vampire warm band, you get like one super hot vampire dude, and then you get something called a Dreg, which is basically Igor from the old Hammer movies, and you could never get yep. any good models, because you went to GW and he had like, hey, do you want to buy this pewter hunchback for like 90 Swedish kroners, which is a million today or whatever it is. So you always had like kit bash your own shitty dude with a sword and a shield. <laughs> and they always yeah. die. Yeah, and then everyone gets uh, garlic because it's so cheap so that your, <laughs> your vampire has... One gold crown per garlic. One yeah. gold crown. Garlic and then the vampire here. has to take a leadership test to charge your models that has garlic. <laughs> it's so fucked up, yeah. I, I've taken that leadership test in mid-air because I jumped from a different <laughs> floor building because I'm like haha fuck you friend I've known for eight years I don't, yeah. I don't have to take falling damage because I'm a fucking Blood. vampire and it's like <laughs> according to the rules you have to take a leadership test in mid-air and Garlic I did it and I failed yeah and I failed so I like <laughs> jumped and then I jumped in through a window on the first floor so I jumped from the second floor and then I back flipped into the first floor window and then I fled <laughs> Mordheim so that's uh, your possibilities so that's your Plans, yep, uh, and maybe get a uh, if I can persuade uh, Henrik to come visit me, uh, I'll force him to play a sixth edition with me. Nice, He's got a, a lizardman army that's uh, growing steadily. And by lizardman army, do you mean that he has like small plastic dinosaurs that he's played in fluorescent <laughs> colors and glued to MDF tiles? Not particularly uh, that kind of stuff, but he's got an old metal stegodon that I turn him on to nice. on and uh, it's like the old monopose uh, Saurus warriors. Yes. So it's not a more modern sky lizard demon army then? No, it's uh, more like actual little tiny lizard dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of games of 6th edition, Nicholas, Jimmy, what do you have planned? Yeah, uh, so when I come, because I'm going to Yavle. Why? So my my two sisters live there. That's no excuse. So I'm going there for Christmas, and then I thought, oh, well, if I'm going to be there, and then I'm going to be there until New Year's, might as well bring my Kislev and play some games with Jimmy. Mm. So. <laughs> I, imagine, well. I imagine you coming. Oh, Nicholas, we've missed you. We've missed you so much. Please come in. Mm, yeah, get fucked, family. And you throw a bag <laughs> in, throw the door, like, cap to Jimmy. <laughs> and everybody knows Jimmy. Ah, yes, the master Mordheim forger. <laughs> <laughs> and they get into like the handsome coach and he straps the horses in and just go pretty much uh, so yeah we came up with this idea pretty long ago so we're like oh well if we have all this time to plan then we might as well do something awesome we're gonna have a bunch of time to play so we're gonna do like a, a narrative uh, well not a really campaign just like some, some link series of battles yeah yeah i'm gonna say a, a short campaign a two-player campaign that's what i'm gonna call it 
is what I've been calling it. Because yeah. in the end, it is a kind of campaign. It's a narrative-driven linked battles campaign. Yeah. Uh, so you know, what we've been planning is uh, uh, to have the story about uh, Fort Jakova, which people who played uh, Warhammer Total War might recognize. Oh yeah, I sacked that yesterday. It's <laughs> it's usually just a ruin whenever you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like oh, this, man. this fortified town uh, in Kislev, which is like on the edge of the world mountain. So it's basically there to just keep an eye on the passes there. Uh, so we're gonna have a siege of that. Nice. So I, I found that when I was just like uh, we were trying to come up with a good setting for goblins and Kislev. So it's just uh, roaming on this uh, this huge detailed map of the old world. You can use Google online, which is amazing. And then I scanned like the Willedge Mountains towards Kislev and found this place. So, oh, this is a perfect setting. And then we're going to come up with some background. I mean, we have come up with some background, but we're going to present it later. To anyone listening to this, yes, it will be exactly as dope as it sounds. I think it's going to look pretty cool. I will really yeah, love to I'm, see I'm... the photos of all of the horses on the walls guarding the, the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm painting up these characters to lead like the the foot force of Kislev. Uh, I was gonna like I was planning on uh, getting some dogs of war units ready until then, but it's just it was not gonna happen. Like I knew I had too little time because like whenever I painted Kislev, everything takes twice the amount of time than I originally planned. Goddamn, goddamn goblins always staring down at my shitty wall. <laughs> always staring down at shitty wall. Goblin. Jimmy, can you write destroyed city wall in goblin runes on like one of the fanatics just flying over? No, he just needs to write Sikabliat on his banners. I I can help him write some stuff in Russian. I know enough words for that. Goblin Bliat. Goblin I really have to ask now, will there be an elven army just arriving on the eve of battle? (laughs) Just walking in, taking up the most vulnerable part of the entire fortress and just The one that is entirely made of stone? Uh, No, Chris, because you see, the listeners to this show never really paid for the extended version. So there will be elves and they will do a lot of the heavy lifting, but you'll never get any explanation what they're doing there or why they are there. But that's that's not an original version. Holy shit. Like when they when they hear this and then they march in and Aragon hugs uh oh shit, what's his Haldir. name? Haldir. And Nerds. that really shouldn't be in that part of the world at that time. That is correct. That even more than the army. It's easier to explain the army than the elf, actually. Okay, if we want to get into this, they never even talk about the fact that basically Aragorn is part elf and part of a lost descended Atlantis like notion. Let's not get into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Many times I've been banned for this chat for going into this, but just basically it should be super SAS fantasy to see rangers on that wall and not elves so if anyone wants there will be a new podcast in the new year with me and at least christopher or krell as we tend to call him talking all the things that's wrong with the lord of rings and hobbit movies (laughs) yeah we'll have people calling in we'll have people calling in like yeah i really liked uh this part of like lord of the rings where like um you know legolas uh glides on a shield and shoots people and you can hear me crick glasses going like well that's interesting little timmy but you suck Uh, i hate you everything you love is wrong (laughs) And I will now tell you why everything you've ever done in your life is terrible and you should never be worthy of love. It'll be like Fraser Crane, but with less fun and just me being a dick. Just as usual then. Yeah, pretty much. But there's a g- one good thing that came out of those movies, and that is some really beautiful models to play with. Yeah, the, the game soundtrack is actually pretty good too, right? I've had the soundtrack yeah. on when we played role-playing yeah. games. See, it's but... not all bad. It's just mostly bad. What The movies, they're mostly good with some bad shit. Niklas? Come on. Niklas? <laughs> I-, I swear to Nagash, <laughs> I will come over to Albion. And I will burn your dick off. I think that you could really make a good Hobbit movie if you make a really heavy oh, wait, cut of heavy cut of the Hobbit movies which just remove about 80% of them yeah, yeah so some cut on uh, someone did it but yeah if we're talking oh, wait are we talking Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit right now to be fair we were just talking oh. about the miniatures and trying to move on yeah. <laughs> the miniatures okay, are really on. just so we don't get stuck in this in GW's defense the miniatures took a lot of the stuff that wasn't in the movie like if you're looking at the Haldir and if you look at stuff like basically yeah and you can take they took a lot of shit that wasn't in the movie that was in the books and expanded on it 
like uh, fantasy I have my hands on some uh, sons of earl sons of earl then I'll yeah. be uh, happy, happy dude yeah can i ask everyone in the podcast do you ever get like a fixed warhammer fantasy army idea because you see like one specific model that you want to paint all the time like all yeah and get this shit because yep. i really want to buy <laughs> this like many times <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you have a million armies so that's not an encouraging sign for me it just means i'm gonna buy everything because i still can't get out of my head this fucking beast man character you know the one with two axes just howling into the air. Oh, yeah. Did you know yeah. you could play Beastman in Mordheim and he could be your chieftain? Oh, Lord. Like, the, the worst part when you have ideas like that is when the rest of the army is, like, not turning on as much. And yeah, like, like Razor oh, Yeah. This is why I do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. This is why I do so many warband projects because I want few models so I can focus on that one cool one. Stop being so goddamn smart. <laughs> so I get <laughs> into your warbands. Your solid life choices fills me with anger and shame. <laughs> it's not all about armies, you know. But mostly. Yeah. But I mean, at least playing sixth edition, I can look at my vampires and go like, no, I'll just do a different sort of vampire army because there are six flavors of vampire I can go for. Yeah. I don't want licorice. Yes, you do. You live in Sweden. Don't don't confuse Niklas. Okay. I hate, I hate it. <sighs> crazy, crazy man. This is why we can't talk about Javle. <laughs> so uh yeah we're almost at the end of the year now. can i make a shout out do it sure. I, think I think i've mentioned it before i don't know if you listen to this podcast but in gamla stan in old town in stockholm we have the club slg which i play at rather consistently not as much lately because i've been sick and my family's sick and stuff but we have a dude who runs the club whose name is jimmy i know nicholas met him so he does exist i'm not making this up jimmy started he's super chill he started a new fantasy army and he's still cranking it out so up to date he has Three completed armies. Nice. And, and now he's starting Warriors of Chaos as well. So he has more armies than I have completed miniatures at this point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of them is uh, ogres, though. Beasts and ogres. Still, I have two completed miniatures, so he still wins. But it is, it's, it's a quite uh, interesting club in the almost subterranean levels of uh, Gamla Storm. Well, I mean, obviously we had like hide well my phylactery and all the like coffins and shit, and half of the people you saw there were basically as reanimated wraiths of people who were murdered in the 1700s. But yeah, it's a pretty solid club. Also, the coffee is good. Playing 8th edition 40k. I can only beat up so many people in a day. Come on, give me some slack. Oh, you said beat up. Oh, sorry. So, how about, uh, how about this shout out to Jimmy? <laughs> what to I want to say is, what I'm saying, Jimmy, you're a super cool good dude. You're doing the Lord's work. Uh, you're really proving to me that if I just sit down and do one unit a week, that is attainable. And then you will finish up your army sooner or later. So, good going, Jimmy. He's also playing fantasy games. And thanks to him, we're getting people from other parts of Stockholm want to play fantasy. Probably so, hero. Yeah. If you want to play fantasy, come to SLG. Don't go to Rogue Trader, come to SLG. There's nothing wrong with Rogue Trader, but you have to like wade through a swamp of Magic the Gathering players. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that kind of thing. I know they didn't choose it. It's just the way they are. But taking a shower is allowed, guys. Taking a shower is allowed. And you don't have to stand up and slap the table and yeah and yell, yeah, I win, bitch, when you're playing against a 13-year-old if you're 35. Again, saw, things I've seen. <laughs> I saw a picture of some, some local Magic the Gathering players uh, last night and it was like, hmm, I can see by this picture that everyone on this picture really likes Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> and also canned cheese and the abstainment of all things sexual. Exactly. Because playing Warhammer Fantasy means that you are a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Okay. I mean, it's the truth. Coming from, this is almost the end of the year. Oh yeah, that's for <laughs> Tyrannosaurus, magical players. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> so while we're still at it, Christopher, do you have any game plans for this holiday season? Or I am going to try, if I can somehow, get to Javle for a day. Somewhere between now and the end of next year. I'll give Jimmy some heads up. But also, we have this really cool dude in Stockholm who I've been trying to like match up a time with. But he has a kid and I have a kid and they tend to get sick every now and again. But he's super chill and he's going to teach me 8th edition as well. Uh, because cool. I've now finished off my corpse cart and I have a couple of Vargulvs to do, which is basically steroid-driven vampires. And then I'm going to do a Mortis engine. I really look forward to doing them. They're super detailed kits. I mean, I can rag on 8th edition, Warhammer Fantasy, all I want. But the kits that came out of there, like we've concluded before, some of them are just beautiful pieces. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, like the fish people in Age of Sigmar. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We've talked about it all year. Can't we give Nicholas like at least five minutes to just talk about the fishmen? Yeah, talk about them. We'll do that at we, the end of this recording. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got anyhow, I'm gonna say, yeah. Uh, the good thing about those miniatures are that they are perfect for conversions. I mean, uh, look yeah. at look at the guys riding fishes. Those helmets would look great. 
on Chaos Knights of Siege. That yeah, is true. They are nice. But the best thing about those guys is that they're not in our game. Yes. Yeah. Well, I am actually considering one of the turtles making to a boat for Dark Elves. That's do fine. It, do oh, it. Kill me now. Because that's basically what they do in the fluff. So it would fit. Right, turtles? Yeah, sea creatures. They're like, let's put a, an archery tower on this big fucking turtle and just we have a floating... Yeah. I'm going to use my arcane gift of scrying and say that if we go into this any deeper, Nicholas is going to... Have have that much promised discussion about Age of Sigmar. <laughs> Since everybody here has played a lot more fancy than me, can I ask a really stupid army question? Has anyone here, anyone, ever seen like a Conan the Barbarian, False of Doom, Snake Worshkim, Slanish Chaos Army? Because it seems to write mm. itself, right? Not that I've seen, but it sounds plausible that at least 20 people have done it. I mean, it's super appealing. Jimmy, you've seen everything. I have not seen this in my entire life, but it sounds like it would be amazing. <laughs> no, I kind of want to make that. Do, Do it. it. I would have done it to it. Okay, okay. So we'll do like this. <laughs> Warhammer Fantasy Community. If later this year there's a 30k book called Malevolence and I can somehow justify getting a fantasy army with Slanish in it because I have so much Slanish, then I will do it so you can use it in fantasy as well. So I'll do a bunch of like demonettes and seekers. They're called seekers, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. when you ride a steed. No, it's called Slanish. But I'm so yes, then I will do it. And a bunch of Chaos Warriors because those Chaos Warriors models are so fucking good. Like they fully play the dudes yeah i don't have to have marauders right no nope. unless you want to yeah i really don't i don't know why there's just something about them that don't appeal to me you can get the uh the uh, what do you call the kyrie acolyte and just yeah, give and them like sexy heads. Buy them. yeah sexy heads, give them uh, <laughs> sexy heads yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i would get marauders then i would definitely do them with other models then yeah. they're, they're i think the uh older. the marauder models are older than uh nick does <laughs> half, half of the fantasy line is so it's not that hard i actually saw i have a model here that i bought from powerful yogi moritz that is older than me it's from 1982 oh yeah i got some of those as well you're not yeah. so cool so while well, we were almost edged into that since we didn't really have any news in this episode what do you all think about the new horn and slanish box the demon box i think it's bloody fucking magnificent i still say that the metal blood letters are much cooler and the metal demonets are much cooler than the plastic ones <laughs> If yeah, we're talking about the demonet, then yes, I agree. If you try to get those old metal ones, you're gonna get kind of poor. You need to be. Yeah, unless you have like gonna... seven kidneys, it's yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard. I thought you were gonna say seven kids, but it was like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's got the. That would make you seven kidneys easily. Oh yeah. That's true. If I if I would get demons, especially with like sixth edition, where you don't need as many, I think I would still try and get the whole of the old metal ones, especially the the riders. Yeah, those were hot as fuck. Yeah, I have a bunch of those. Whoa. What? Yeah. And to me, that that new box is all about the hounds and the fiends. Yeah, the fiends are really and good. New, and the new characters, because the Slanish, uh, the new thingy with the stringy thingy. Oh yeah, the harp. Would, yeah, it would be flesh harp. It would be yeah, that's perfect, cool. perfect as a battle standard bearer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Speaking of having seven kids, I've heard that the best way to get DS demonettes in metal is to like marry a bunch of women, you know, like Craster in Game of Thrones, and then as soon as you have a firstborn son, you carry him into the forest, and a representative GW will come and take him. In exchange, you will get a bunch of DS demonettes just in a bag. I have to try that. Uh, unfortunately, that child will be taken to GW and forced to write codexes next to Matt Ward and by the age mm. of three they will be more clever than him and never advance in the company by the age of three they will have become another Matt Ward no I like high elves that's my best Matt Ward why not to just I like a love scene between the blood angels and necrons I uh. like I like ultramarines I like best. <laughs> even though I may never be possessed by demons in any sort I shall now kill these mortal people and anoint myself onto their blood to never be assaulted by demons which I've never been no never will be <laughs> yeah it was the doom of several game systems even seventh edition god damn it Matt so Lord. what did you do what what are all your guys's plans for the next year well i'm gonna go to dalana and play some mordheim at Ooh. january 2nd or 3rd actually oh cool where i don't know really where uh it's just the, the group is called mordheim dalana so i'm gonna ask for directions later you just go to the edge <laughs> You just go to the edge of Dalana, and they will know you're there, and they will come for you. They Find have like a hood. It. Find uh, the town elder. 
he will lead you. He will he will tell me where to go. The town elder, is that like uh, the dude Deckard Kane from Diablo 2? Oh, dear Wanderer, cease for a moment and hear me. Oh, it brings back so many memories. So, uh, oh, guys, guys, I got an open question for you. Uh, my dark emissary from Albion is on a round base. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, considering putting him on a square base. Yes. Should I use a 20 millimeter that it comes with or a 25 millimeter that looks cooler? 25. Yeah, I would say use a 20 millimeter. 25, Mm. isn't it? Yeah. The problem is if you use 25, will he fit into the ranks of your other guys? Uh, I consider using him for my chaos army, so. Yeah. Then yes. Then do it. Or or you're going to use your femur for that as well? Oh, yes. Awesome. You could do, yeah, do like a a force that is uh, coming to Albion would be sick, like a, a marauding force. Or wait, no, you're you're doing the you're doing the Kurgans, right? Yeah, I'm gonna do Kurgans, but I might do uh, another force just using females as uh, ogres and do an ogre yeah. force. Hush, we don't talk about that openly here. I wonder why they wrote out the femurs and then you read like two lines of lore. Ooh, yep, see what has happened. But you know, they didn't they didn't delete this kind of thing. They just stopped mentioning it because even in Age of Sigmar, uh, they have this lore piece where this guy is on his honeymoon with his wife and large cyclopean monsters come from the mists and take her into the dark and he hear her scream and then it ends. But okay, that's this summer when we all talked about me doing a Beastman army and let's let her talk about what happened there. I read through like all the old Beastman codexes and all the way up to fifth, it was very obvious why they kidnapped people and kidnapped human women and like their fate. And it was still there in the background. But as soon as you got like after fifth, it's like, yeah, they kidnap people and go on raids. Don't main- mention yeah. the rape. You don't yeah, mean, uh, mention also... the rape. You know what happens. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they also change, change the way they make more beastmen later on because they change them by magic later on instead of uh, breeding. Yeah, and I mean for a while there. In third edition, it was like, and this is also in the Mark of Chaos books for Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Sometimes just like your kid's born with an extra toe, so you leave him in a forest, and then the beastmen are like, <laughs> and then he joins them, and if he isn't eaten, he becomes a beastman. Beast yeah, and, and even in Obviously. third edition, yeah, and even in earlier editions, orcs also raped and raided. I mean, they're all mm. half orcs until they change that they're reproduced by fungus. I imagine that the person who rewrote that was like, then the orcs came, and he just took a pen and struck over. And treated everyone with respect, yet then murdered them politely and reproduced asexually with spores. Yes, but I, but I think they have giblies, so to say. Yeah, probably. I remember an orc getting it's kicked in the nads because orcs do get kicked in the nads all the time. Oh, they do in the books. Yeah. In the books, they also do all the time in the Warhammer Online. Because when I played it, I mostly fought well an NPC orcs, and you have this attack called right into giblies, where you kick them in the nuts. So I've been kicking orcs all over the old world in the nuts. It's That's probably, fun. I, I kind of want to make like a fake segment, kicking orcs in the nuts around the old world, where we talk about different geographical positions. Like then you came to the t- world's Ed Mansion, perfect to look around, like an 18th century explorer for British Empire, but you're just like an Empire nobleman going around, and it always ends with you trying to fight off orcs and kick them in the nuts. And then we rename every place in the old world Victoria. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to sign off, because uh, I made a promise of going to do some family shit. Uh, do before it. I do that, can I please talk to Nicholas about each? Of Sigmar elves, please. <laughs> go, go, Nad. Nicholas, why what do you have to say about that abomination? I just want to say that why wouldn't you ride seahorses? They're the most combative animal in the sea, right? And of course, it makes perfect sense to have like reincarnated souls in pale elves. You needed a new kind of elf. I don't see what's beef. Why don't you love them? <sighs> I, I, I honestly don't even know that we're begin. Okay, the sea elves. I just don't even know where to start. It's just ridiculous. And Yeah, and simultaneously, they have to be super pale because they live underwater, but ooh, not all of them. Some of them are just blind without eyes, and they're like blind kung fu man. I like turtles. ...without moving. And then I know they're fighting on land against people on fucking land. What should be their power to rain peace? I know, a sunken goddamn ship. You realize that it doesn't take place in the old world, which was an analog to our world, but eight ma- magical realms that are somewhat intercrossed with each It was at this point our dear editor realized that there are two things that shouldn't be brought up at Christmas. Politics and Age of Sigmar. I would love to see an 11-year-old paint one of those giant turtles. Nicholas, Nicholas, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here. 
what you're feeling right now is what everyone who played first, second, and third edition of Warhammer Fantasy thought when fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth came. It's the same thing. Uh, this is not like in regular humans. There, there's no faction that you can like write the story around like from a human perspective. So you don't get a feel for any of the factions as well. Okay, guys, it's been super fun, but that's my time. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good night, y'all. Talk to you soon. Night-night. Time to talk crap now that he's gone. <laughs> so, yeah. how much do you guys hate vampires? All the way. All uh, the way. I want to play them. Like, I really want to play some vampire counts sometime in fantasy. I think my, my cavalry is going to be shit against them, but it's going to be fun. I'll try and do yeah. a... Uh... As a 2019 hobby pledge, a small vampire force, a small undead force, and then I'll use some of them to be like the the vampire thralls of uh, of Prague, doing good. shady business. Awesome. Good, good topic. Good topic. What are your other guys? Uh, well, hobby goals for 2019 then? Or Jens, if you want to continue, we could just. Oh no, that's it. I'm <laughs> I'm so much other <laughs> shit to do. So you're not gonna finish your empire then? Um, they'll never be finished. I'll keep adding to that, like forever. Never-ending army. Your, <laughs> what's your first goal of them? How many points? Two thousand five hundred, maybe. Should be enough to do most things I want to do with them. Yeah. Then you have some options as well if you're playing smaller games. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to take it up to like four thousand, and then I might be done. Depends. Jimmy, do you have any plans? Well, I'm gonna do the Kurgans sometime next year. And I don't know how many points or anything. I'm just going to do Kurgans. Fair enough. They usually end up taking Albion in all my playthroughs of uh, Total War 2. <laughs> uh, well, also, there will be this Al small Albion project, I think, is going to be a border patrol or something. So I can use my Femir Warriors, Femirach Lord, and the, uh, what's this called? Uh, the, the Dark Emissary. Yeah, that's nice. I need to find my truth, Sayer. We need to buy fen beasts. And yeah, convert fen beasts. Just, just put, have put a bunch beasts. of sticks on a, on a base. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, some moss. <laughs> yeah. Spray them with uh, purity seal. Make it all stick together. And it's done. Just get a bunch of uh, AK Interactive moss deposits, uh, that uh, yeah. thing, and just put that, those on bases. Just have a few of those. <laughs> there you go. Pro tip. Niklas, do you have any... Promises, goals, whatever for next year. Oh, so many. Um, so I'm gonna finish off my Kislev. We only got the characters left, pretty much, and some horse archers. Uh, so I'm gonna finish those off, and then uh, I promised myself that I'm gonna be playing my Kislev like all year and not play any other armies that I might start, just because it's taking me like six months to paint this army, and it's kind of expensive to get this army as well. So it would not really be fair to the time that I've invested if I go and start playing another army. So I'm going to be playing Kislev all year long. Sweet. But uh, I'm going to be building some. So this Kislev Warband, uh, which is also part of Kislev, I guess. But I got the hag down and uh, painting the, the leader guy. And then uh, I got dwarves, my old dwarves that I'm going to strip and uh, paint again. So I'm going to start... On a dwarf project this year. Also remem remember, you can use some of those dwarves in your Dogs of War army. Yeah, could. But if I'm making a Dogs of War, it's going to be pure Kislev. Kislev eats dwarves! You could make a Mordheim <laughs> warband out of those dwarves as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go slow. I'm going to do, do Kislevites in Prague. Uh, yeah, I don't know like how the, uh, how the rules work, but uh, is it super terrible if you don't have any young guys? In your uh, Mordheim warband? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's best, yeah, you need as many as heroes many, as possible. Yeah. yeah, for income. So get as many heroes as you can. And they they count as heroes. Yeah, yeah. And they're very cheap. So yeah. if, if you want to, if but you want to play, remember, play by they the, don't have to be. Just just remember, they don't have to be young people. I mean, uh, no, they can be very yeah. old people that yeah. are bad at fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So they, they're like after just... every game for every hero that survives that is not uh, taken out of action, you can roll to find stuff, and that gives you income. So oh, the more true. heroes you have, the uh, the more the, the better chance that you find some good stuff and more money. That's true. Hmm, maybe. It, and 
these guys that have uh, shirts on as jubes and then use the, yeah. the bare-breasted guys as uh, Cossacks. Or you use the bare-breasted as young guys and you make their their hair and mustaches blonde. Once you grow old, you can get shirts. Uh, once you, when get, you old... get When you get hair on your chest, you get shirts to protect hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting for him if I do that. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to playing a bunch of games. So I got games yeah. lined up. The Andre coming over and the, the event is soon. Like it's closing in. I've been talking about it forever and it's the uh, 2nd of March. So soon, soon. I'll, yeah, soon I'll be riding my Lancers to Glory. Hopefully I'm going to maybe host an event here as well. We're definitely talking about making another later. It's going to be uh, uh, like 2,400 or something. Cool. Uh, so we're talking about, yeah, definitely an event we can take Lords and then uh, suggested uh, 2,000 points. But then uh, just like, yeah, but if you do like a 2,000 point army, it's just going to be 1,500 point army and your Lord. Yeah, yeah, so you want to add some more stuff as well. Yeah, so might as well bump it up to 2,400 and also get some more units. And I'm lucky because I have pretty much just about 2,400 points. Nice. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to playing games. Do, do you guys have any 6th edition games planned up yeah, in I'll, Sweden? I'll, I'll try to get some uh, some plan. I'll, uh, I'll nag some of my opponents. Or I'll just paint another army and force my cousin to play that army. <laughs> Come yeah. visit me and you can play on the snowy plains of Yavla. Mm, I want to... We've told do you that. we don't want to play outside. But it's nice outside. My models are metal. They won't fly away. <laughs> yeah, I suggest you do both ends. Get another army done. Just get some army you can spam out fast. Maybe some Chaos Knights. Boom. There you have an army. Yeah. No models at all. Hmm, that's true. Chaos Knights are 33 points each. So it's going to be four quick. upgrades. Yeah. yeah. Can you give them medical weapons as well for like five no. points each? No. You can make them chosen. Yeah. 13 ah. points per model. Yeah. For, for 12 points per model. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I need yeah. like 10 of those and that's half an army. And then like. Yeah. Uh... Chariot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chariots are also core units. So maybe I'll make some uh, Kyric Acolytes into like a Marauder block with uh, yeah. hand weapon and shield. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Yes, I will do. Actually, speaking of marauders, uh, as 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 I've been playing, been been uh, trying to figure out what to buy for my Kurgan army. I've been looking into the marauders, and I noticed they can't take additional hand weapons. What? Mm. Yeah, they can only have uh, hand weapon shield, flails, or two handed weapons. Uh, I'm well, not sure about later editions, but in sixth edition, those are their equipment. You have to make them corn on more attacks. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then uh, with the Marauder Horsemen, you can have uh, hand weapons, flails, uh, throwing weapons. I, I think they have uh, jab- throwing axes, right? Throwing axes and jav- and and javelins. I think I think they can upgrade into javelins. And then they can have flails. But I want short bows. I really, really want short bows. You and your dead bows. Because Kurgans with their bone bows. Well, you can just take short bows and play them as javelins, right? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, strong or, composite bows. Or ask my opponent, hey, can I buy uh, short bows for these guys? I think it's like it's definitely a decision to make chaos like a melee army and not give them any option to become a, like a gunline arm so that they always have to be offensive. Yeah. If you think always offensive. If you if you, they all really are offensive all short, of the time. Short bows are never an offensive weapon ever. <laughs> I mean come just on. sixteen inches of range. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, but then you like you would never use those short bows. Like, oh, I got you now with my strength three. And I know <laughs> this because like my horse archers are not very good at killing stuff with shooting shooting bows, even with ballistic four and twenty four inches range. They have ballistic four. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Best human archers in the old world, man. And they got like a hundred eighty degrees sight, right? Line of fire. Uh, I mean, yes. three sixty. Isn't 360. it 360? Oh, all right. But, but I don't know how it works. Because it says like, uh, and there's also a question like, light cavalry can shoot 360 degrees. Yeah. But if you're shooting to your side, can can everyone shoot? Like, can they yeah. shoot through no, each other? You can't, you can't shoot through other models. Not huh? even skirmishers can. But what, skirmishers, do they count models in a way like that? I don't think so. I, I think each model in a skirmish unit needs to have line of sight. So, so they I haven't each played other. a sixth edition game in uh, like ten years. So, yeah, but I'll stay like, out of this discussion. <laughs> what, what's the point of giving light cavalry 
360 degrees fire arc if because they can, can fire well you don't have to shoot from from the side of the base you can shoot like slightly di diagonally so you're outside the 90 degrees angle uh, uh so, so you can shoot more and backwards yeah i get the backwards thing but like shooting to the yeah. side if yeah you, if but you're you, you don't have to you, you don't have to shoot to the side because yeah, like you're saying models are blocking other models but you can shoot slightly to the side and forward like others yeah, can't it's still, someone is still gonna be in yeah i was under the impression yep. that you could fire everyone all around in that kind mm -hmm. of unit and that's what i thought first and the same with skirmishers but in 180 degrees or whatever it is skirmisher also 360. uh yeah uh really enjoying playing with these they're a lot of fun the horse archers they're so goddamn maneuverable it's crazy and i started now like the latest battle starting them like not on the, the line but further back so that the enemy can't shoot them and like they're so fast that you can just go anywhere and shoot something in first turn like marching 16 inches and then they got 24 inch range with their bows and uh, hitting on fives mostly moving and shooting at long range they're awesome That's decent. yeah so you can just hang back and volley some arrows uh problem with kisla though is like they're they're so weak against shooting it's crazy because like when you think of I it, know. it it's just like it's just five guys with light armor and toughness three yeah rattling guns go rat -ta 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 -ta. yeah it's like freaking polish charging tanks or whichever army in first world war charging machine guns yeah and i i, I like it it's like I think that's the way cavalry should be, like uh, really maneuverable but vulnerable. I really like playing army. They're they're they're. It's very it's an it's an active game. You're the on on the offense. You know, you sit there and shoot, which will be my dwarves that I'm building. Uh, oh, and I was thinking, like Kislev is supposed to be an allied army. Like it could ally them with dwarves. It seems like yeah. a pretty hard army to beat, offense and defense. Power combo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's an exciting year to come. Like, like you guys are playing a bit with each other, or planning on playing. Uh, do you have any big things to look forward to? We were talking about like maybe try and organize something at a convention in Sweden. Totally organize something at GotCon or LinkCon. Yeah, I've been looking into it. I just need one or two of you to help out, so to speak, so we can make it happen. So we might do it if there's any listener here that hears this and want us to make an event in Sweden, please write in because then we might be able to get the momentum going. Yeah, should definitely be able to get some people to come. Yeah, if nothing else, we will I'll have come. a reason to play. <laughs> yeah. My plans for next year is... Well, my plans for even the Christmas weekend is to finish a unit of spearmen. I just need to, that I've been talking about, I just need to sort out the, all of the spears. And then it should be quite easy to paint. Sweet. And then obviously working on the Dark Elves and finish the uh, Clan Pestilence Warband and then build terrain. Because I want I need a table at home as well. Awesome. What, what kind of table are you building? Speaking of tables at home, I got one at home, finally. We know. Stop showing off. But... But the <laughs> don't. You should post that on Instagram. Yeah, it's a nice model on it or so. Might do so. Yeah, but uh, I got a nice uh, ice slash snow mat from Game Mat. But then um, looks really boring not to have any proper terrain on it. So I'm going to build... Uh, well, it's going to be like this shrine I'm building and got some other elves elves in exile style buildings that are just like... These buildings, they're, they're living in while they're building fortifications, basically. So those are going to go on that table. And uh, I might get another mat as well. Just to spice it up a bit. We'll see what happens. Awesome. It'll be elvish, dark elvish terrain, some human terrain. And if I get the money and the time, there will be a start of a small little harbor table as well. Ooh, awesome. Water effects. I'm using water effects on everything I can use water effects on. You know that. Yeah, but it's kind of on a bigger scale if you're going to do a yeah. bit of a table that's water. I was thinking of like a Mordheim style, but like a small fishing village I... or something. I'm yeah, then you can use the. Why, uh, why not do a port from? Yeah, but why not do? Why not do a port in Marienburg so you can play? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe so that. You, so you can. So you Land can play. Ship. Yes, and then you can play the Mordheim campaign mutiny in Marienburg there. Mm. Yeah, and I, I will do that if you buy that ship we've been talking about and bring it. But the, when the sea when will the table be done? I will Land have the ship, ship done. Fair enough. And now we've got the recording. Jimmy will buy a ship for almost $300. Is it even available for $300? It's not the land ship. We're talking about some out of the ship. Oh. It's a basically gaming table in a ship. It looks like a nice, uh, large empire oh. ship. Awesome. Ah. 
since I've been putting out a lot of money on my gaming tables before, this would be a nice, nice, cheap uh, change, so to say. I mean, $300, that's like nothing compared to what my Mordhen table is worth. Pretty much. Yeah. But uh, that's at least the plans. There might be more than one year in those, but who knows? It's hobby. It's fun. And terrain is a lot more fun to build than painting miniatures, at least to me. That's where you're wrong, kiddo. I'm going to oh. force you to build so much terrain for me. No, pay, pay you guys him. Pay him. Are you guys still painting? Yeah. I'm uh, using powders, not so not technically painting. Cocaine? Shh. Ah, that kind of powder. I wonder well, it's, what the it's airport security is going to think when they see my case full of Kislev and also <laughs> like some white powder. They the just gonna, they, they, are you going to bring are you gonna bring them in the toolbox or put them in the yes. actual case? They're going to say, oh, that's a toolbox. That's not, not getting on the plane. Yeah, maybe. I need my tools. Kislev tools. Yeah. To kill the goblin bleed. <laughs> the enemies of the Tsarina must die. Well, they're just going to open it and they say, ooh, that's an entire Kislev army. That's really nice. Yeah, it's really funny when we're playing at Warmer World. This British guy said in a very British way, weirdly enough, is that a Kislev army? <laughs> Was he suitably impressed by your cool army? Yeah, freaking hope so. Brought it all the way over there. Waited like an hour and a half for a table play uh, from the picture that uh, my friend Carl took it, the, those guys who played Old Hammer at Warhammer World they were quite happy to see this army and you should see Nicholas' face on this picture I need to post it later <laughs> he's oh. so goddamn proud of them <laughs> I haven't seen it smug face Nicholas is my favorite kind of Nicholas is there any other kind of Nicholas I'm right now and post it in our pers- in, in our private chat and that uh, little visit to Warmer World will be in our next episode won't it yeah our proper episode yeah nice oh anyone got anything else they want to get off their chests on this oh so lovely night before christmas so to speak mm, no, i'm pretty much done with my uh my mordheim dude so instead of getting the uh password to our instagram i'm just gonna take a picture send it to you and you'll put it up there oh no making me work for a living hey yes saves time for me that's how I run my life. I make other people do stuff for me. Sounds I'm like, like me. Like halfway done with my, my checklist, but I'm not going to paint anymore today. Why? Did you die? <laughs> <laughs> no, and enough is you gotta, can't work if you know that it won't be your best work. That's true. I finished the, the hag yesterday. Happy about her. I might add some like leaves to her birch stuff. Might look cool. It might be too, too jolly. Or you can try it, and if it doesn't look good, you can remove it. Yeah, that's true. Is it, is it acceptable, Jimmy? Oh, oh it is. There of models. It is. I, I don't know. I think it turned out decent. I'm not used. To, I'm not used to painting plastic. <laughs> it's weird. It's resin or metal or get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but yeah, I think I got the the hag feel down on her. A true hedge wizard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a cool looking model. Great use of that plastic kit. Good job, Jimmy. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if we have any. Thing else to discuss? Now I'm done. I'm just drinking beer and painting, so I can keep doing that without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do it without a recording, if anything else. That is true. This has seen our little opposite kväll, and uh, that's a tradition on the eve before Christmas Eve in Sweden, which is the proper day to celebrate Christmas for anyone listening. Yeah, all all yeah, the I other mean, guys I are mean, doing it wrong. Yeah, I mean, you celebrate New Year's New the New Year on New Year's Eve. Everybody yeah. does it. Yeah, and you do nothing on New Year's Day because except, you're hungover. Except so, yeah, except so. Bring up. That's it. And eating pizza. Oh yeah. Oh God, I'm really looking forward to that pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna have the greasiest motherfucking pizza I can find because I'm getting so goddamn drunk. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Oh well, this is the end of this little recording, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll see you all in episode whatever it is next time. It's a good night for me. Bye bye. Good night. Good night.